Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I'm just kidding. Hey, y'all. Welcome in. I told Spencer, I said, I knew exactly how I'm opening this thing up. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready for it? Boom. Boom. Oh, my knee just hit. Okay. It was I, doing the last boom. It was. Uh, thank you, knee. My, that was my baker sis knee. I'm going to need it to chill. So I have come around to a positive side with Taylor. Taylor and Green. You're lying. No, I'm not. I have whiplash. Okay. I can't. I know. And I was talking to a client about it this the other day, y'all. Okay. Hear me out, okay? Hear me out before, and then I do want your honest opinion. Okay. So I took your advice, and I listened to the Gypsy Rose, Nick Vile. I got Uh almost all the way through hers. It's long. His podcasts are long. It was great, and we can talk about that, too, because I don't change my stance yet. But before we get there, I listened to Taylor Ann Green's. Okay, I have not listened yet. Okay, I want you to listen, and then you need to come back and tell me if you also see it this way, because I was telling a client about it on Thursday. This is the thing. Taylor talks about, you know, her side. And we know about dirty edits. We talked about it last season with Naomi. And I do believe they do that. And Taylor, this is why I get screwed as a friend. And Spencer knows this because I'll forgive you so fast because I forget. Like, I just, do I, I I get brainwashed so quickly with people. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgive you. And Spencer's (laughs) like, hold up. Remember X, Y, and Z. She really got set up a couple times like she talked about some of the scenes in Southern Charm how that's not how it played out and that now listen I still think Olivia had every right to be upset but during that mountain scene Taylor's like you know me and Olivia had a great conversation we texted the whole way me going there she was like I'm so excited to see you she came we had a great time we had a great dinner with my family it went south the million lake. dollar lake house at her parents yeah. lake house she's like this cute little lake house that we right. have on the water like, super cash cool. it's like Two and a half million dollars. That's right. Fine. But but okay. Humble, humble brag. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she said it like turned south and she had no clue like really what happened. And then Taylor left. And then when Taylor got there, they were all like, please come. I want you to come. Taylor was like, I mean, yeah. Olivia was like, please come. I really want you here. Shep was like, what are you doing? So she shows up and then that's not the vibe that we saw. It was like, oh my God. Okay. I will say I'm going to let you yeah. finish. But even as a viewer, mm-hmm. I felt. Something discombobulated yeah. with the mountain house scene. Well, everybody like, was like, that was weird. How why would you drive yeah. all the way to go to her house to and turn around, make that effort to turn around to like whatever yeah. it, it was odd as a viewer. Totally. So I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. I also don't think Olivia's totally innocent because no. yes, like this thing was done to her, but I, she has cause to be spiteful and I could see her doing things to be spiteful and try and make Taylor look bad on screen. Right. Or or so, victimize herself a little bit extra. I kind of play into it a little bit, right? Sure. For the storyline. Yeah. And I think that also is part of it. It's like you have a job to do and maybe she like really played into it. But with Taylor, as I was watching, or I'm sorry, listening to her podcast, I was like, I really felt bad for her because she's talking from a place you can tell she's in therapy she says she's in therapy and she's speaking from a place of like we've all been there we've all been ridiculed to the max degree on something and what really like broke my heart for her is she was like every time I thought I was coming up for air because I was drowning she's like I would take a air 
or I would take a breath and I would drown again. And I'm like, oh my God, like we've all been in a situation where you feel like that. And she was like, every time I felt like we made headway, like me and Olivia were having conversations and I felt like we were in a different place. And then I would get sideswiped by something. And I'm like, that I believe her because why else would she say that? Cause Olivia would come and be like, that's not what happened. Or she could still do mm-hmm. that. But the way that she spoke about it, I really believe what she's saying. And then coupled with the production side of it. And then also Whitney, she said, and remember how Madison was like, no, I saw it, you know, whatever. Taylor's like, when I tell you, you could not tell it was even me in the nudes. She said, as a matter of fact, after I sent it, she was like, I was being very spiteful. It, I was not in a good headspace. I watched myself spiral, like just beyond what I, what I was capable of thinking of being. She said that the next morning, Whitney was like, hey, who, or Taylor, one of them were like, who is that? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> she didn't even realize it was her. Like she was drunk, obviously. And she was like, I knew it was me, but then I tried to act like it wasn't me. She's like, cause you couldn't see anything. It was mm-hmm. the most un, like, what is it? Like un, um, identifiable, uh, unidentifiable photo. She's like, so it was not, she's like that you could not tell yeah. Madison saying what she said. And she has no beef with Madison. And she said that all the girls have reached out to her at this point to, except for Olivia, she didn't specifically say, but that they've all reached out to go to coffee to maybe try to, you know, set things straight. So I'm like, Part of this, I feel like, was done for the show, and I don't know. Listen to that podcast because I really like. She like humanized herself to me. This whole season, I watched through this lens, and yeah. we know how reality is. And you're right; like, there was a couple scenes that didn't make sense, but I figured, oh, we just didn't see some of that. But when she like spoke about it, and you could tell, and she actually did own up, to, and she did apologize. She's like, you know, I I realize what I did. I don't know. I saw. I felt. She humanized herself yeah. to the the listener. And I was like, holy crap, I actually feel bad for her. Like I, we've, she's young, but and too old to make some of these. But also, this is my last thing before I want you to speak on it. Mm-hmm. I was telling my client, like we've all made mistakes, but we weren't scrutinized under a microscope on TV. Oh, so very true. When you can't remember details, I've innocently not been able to remember certain details, which may have seemed like I was lying in a sense because I couldn't remember. And it doesn't matter because the person you're talking to in your real life, they don't know all the details. And sometimes all the details are just more hurtful and you can't move on. They're unnecessary. Mm -hmm. But on TV, you get all those details and they keep coming back and coming back. So it's hard to rebound from that because you do get confused. And so listening to that podcast, I was like, I don't think either one of them are innocent. I don't think either one of them is like all the way in the wrong and like whatever. I think it's both of them. And I really, really hope that they can salvage their friendship because Taylor did talk about how they were there for each other for the brother stuff. And like Olivia even reached out to her. And so what we didn't see was the the friendship that was still being built behind the scenes they only played, which probably in turn reignited Olivia's feelings because she lashed out at Austin on the reunion and they yeah. were just vacationing. So I think it's like production playing which into it. Reunions do that yeah. with every on purpose. show. Housewives, everything. Because you gotta figure they film these shows so far right ahead of time that's true and then by the time you know they watch it replay on screen and there's things that happen in scenes that they're not a part of that's right that they see and so it it does like pull the band-aid off the wound so to speak and like make it fresh again so you have fresh reactions right and then those little details that maybe are not pertinent to the to the thing the biggest picture was 
I had a conversation with Austin. I kissed Austin. Taylor said that is the only thing that she's done. And I actually believe her because she's like, Austin will throw me under the bus at this point. He only cares about himself. She's like, I am a good friend to him, but I also know yeah. that he would do that. She's like, I'm telling you. He's always you. looking out for number one. And that's what she said. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I would tell you. She's like, I kissed him. So that's the biggest picture. All the other details and her just not coming clean. And she said multiple times, I should have just came clean. And I see you keep looking at my nails. I need a fill in. I'm not looking at your nails. Okay. I promise. I'm looking outside because the leaves are. Very about this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Spencer, I thought was judging my fingernail. They, no. I need a whole full set. Um, not even a fill. But I don't know. I feel like when you, like you said, that's a good point. Like as you're watching it, it's rehashing these details that don't even matter. But then yeah. you're watching and you get pissed again and find something else out where it feels like Taylor was lying, but maybe Taylor forgot. Maybe she really was under a lot of stress and forgot a detail. Yeah. I've done that and been like, damn, I should have said that. Well, and like, truthfully, it's, I think a lot of the, um, kind of like reignition comes from the talking head scenes, right? Yeah. Like there, because things, also some of them lips did not match up with on that reunion stuff. Right. Oh, Shep they? was, there was one part. Oh, that yes, Shep, I, like some of that. Well, how much does that happen? Really? Where they do the like little drop in voiceovers. Oh, really? It happens a lot. I mean, they're allowed to do that when you, you sign, sign off on it. When you sign on for a show, you, you basically sign away your rights. They right. can take any audio from you that they want. I love that you're, um, getting my cat shirt in this. Um, <laughs> Just trying to do video. Yeah. I'm trying to make it sound professional or make it look professional. She's calling me out for doing it with my damn it's cell phone. Still, no, it still is. Like, Y'all, we put in the work, okay? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, let me put my phone down then since I just got called out. Oh, boy. That'll be funny. Um, so, but it does. It, like, they can use it for whatever they want. Okay, but I want to go back before I lose my train of yeah, thought yeah, yeah. with the Taylor thing. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I do agree. She's a human. She's like, she made a mistake. We've all made mistakes. I think because her mistake played out on TV, the punishment didn't fit the crime. Mm -hmm. If she really did only kiss him. I mean, but she's not innocent. No. And I, she, she owns that though. That's what, that was really the pivotal thing. She owned it in a way, and I believed her. And maybe she's like, but she owned it now that the punishment is done. No, she was saying they were already working on building their relationship behind closed scenes, behind closed doors. Right. Her and Olivia were in better places than what came out on the show, so they were having conversations off the show. And she did apologize. Not she, she does own the fact that she should have just come out in the very, very beginning. She's like, I right. should have just said it in the beginning, but I did it because of X, Y, and Z. And I have the memory of a gnat, so I can't remember, but it made sense when she talked about it. So that's why I say, listen to the podcast. Cause it sounds like she did have these conversations with Olivia and they were both moving on, but production yeah. was not allowing it. It was like, they were blocking the moving on part. And so that's why she was so caught off guard in Jamaica when she flipped out and was like, I have apologized. That made more sense. Cause she was like, we were in a different place. We had already healed. I thought we were healed. Every time these blowups would happen, she's like, Oh mm. my God, I thought we were, we were moved past it. Those were yeah. not the relationship that we would have. And then filming it turned into that. And so it was, yeah. I also that. think in Olivia's defense, you have to look at the timing of it all because absolutely her brother had literally just died. That's right. So yeah, 
you know, it's like your grief is not linear, nope. which we know all too well. Yeah. And so I think like she's having to work, right? This is her job mm-hmm. filming the show. So she's having to work and not take time off. Well, her, she chose to do that. She said I that. I know she and chose Taylor, to do that, but I'm just, just saying. Yeah, no. She's working. Yeah. So it's like, that's already very emotionally and mentally taxing, I would assume, yeah. to film a reality show and work on that. Her brother has died yeah. suddenly and tragically, and she had this huge betrayal from yeah. her best friend and her boyfriend. And I think like a lot of her feelings and anger were probably misplaced on 100%. the situation with um, Taylor yep. from her dealing with her brother. So yep. I think, as I said, I don't, I don't think the punishment fit the crime, especially if she was like not having these heightened angry moments off camera with Taylor, yeah. but okay. So about that, she talked about how she's not, she's like, I'm not camera trained. When y'all saw the part, you remember when she came into Shep's thing and she was like immediately beelined it for Olivia. Uh-huh. Okay. So what she was thinking she was going to do is after that whole thing went down, she wanted to talk to Olivia privately first one-on-one before like shit hit the fan. Cause they were like, you got to talk about this. So that's where she went. That's why they did that. But they edited it to make it look like she just walked in and was like, Oh, by the way, you know? Yeah. So she does talk about that. And again, I think a lot of it <clears throat> was exploded by or like magnified by production, obviously because they want good TV and that's right. what it gave They're us. there to make a TV show and something like this happens. They're going to, they're going to make sure that they get the most out of it. Yeah. And like, I don't think there's anything evil in that. These no. people sign up for a show. She actually did what she what did. She did. Yeah. So yeah, but they're going to exploit it. Right. And hopefully that's what ab- you get paid for. Absolutely. But also at some point, she was real. I mean, I never, as much as we like to talk about this kind of stuff and weigh in on our opinions, never at the end of the day would I want someone to truly feel like what she described, you know, drowning and coming up for air and feel like she was taking on more water. That's really sad to me. Like, it really is. That would yeah. never be my intention that ever anybody would feel that way. I would never want that. And yes, you sign up for a reality show, but there's no amount of money that would make you feel at peace at night going to sleep like that when you know you made a mistake and you feel terrible. I really believe she felt terrible for it. Yeah. I think that the editing did not (laughs) fare well for her and I think it will make her step back and really reevaluate like how and what she's doing and she's like, I've learned, like I'm just, I need to just own it and she will probably have a lot of growth for this and not be as fun on reality TV because of it. She got a little burned. That being said, and she even says this on the podcast, that um, she wants them to privately be able to talk and like handle that. And I hope they can because it sounded like they were really there for each other and they had a really good instant bond with each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're very similar in a lot of ways and hopefully they can do that. Also, Nick, I'm waiting on you to now plug our podcast because we've had two years uh, or two episodes, two years. I've been talking for two years. Sorry about that. Um, two episodes. Plug in him. I know. Hello. Literally. What are you doing? The shout outs of Hi. all shoutouts. I mean, but really, y'all listen to it because it's great. And it really did. It changed my perspective. Okay. So I want you to listen. I will listen. I don't, I mean, I don't 
hate Taylor, but but it was hard mm, to like her after what we saw. It but I didn't like very, her before, and see, I did, and maybe that was you know you were like you're a, you're a Taylor apologist. I'm like I I was. Now the reunion last year was tough for me. Yeah, I, was I like, actually homegirl now. it was really bad. The reunion last year did me in. Yeah. I liked Taylor up until then. Yeah. I thought she was a good match for Shep. Yeah, and I've, I still I've always been that. a Shep apologist. Whatever. Yeah. Last year's reunion totally did me. I felt like that showed her true colors. So she talks about that. You got to mm. listen. You got to listen. Okay. She really talks about that part too. And like I said, I'm, I don't think she's innocent. And I think she should have to apologize and so to speak, pay for that, right? Like with her friendship. And you should, you need to be sorry and you need to own up to it and you need to make it right. That being said, I do believe she was severely punished and like i just if have she a soft really spot did only that. kiss him then i don't totally. think the punishment missed the crime i mean matt M- right matched it I- you said missed the crime no that it didn't match it yeah thank no, you no i agree and and that she's like i swear that's what happened she's like and that's yeah. why it was so frustrating and i'm like i get it that would suck to be you know whatever i feel yeah. for her i'm just saying i feel for my girl and i do hope neck listen i love southern charm but i swear to god if they bring up this next season, I'm going to lose my damn mind. Over it. I'm over it. I'm they done. They do tend to do that. They tend to bring said, up old stuff and rehash it to death. And I need them, because I already said it two, three episodes back before all this nonsense. I need them to stop. Let's move on. Let's move on. Keep you and I love to kick a dead horse, but this they, is they like, take it to the top. They are kicking the grave. <laughs> like, my man's been deceased. That horse is decomposed. Also, Shep is in Costa Rica right now, and oh, I love that for him. Good for him. He is taken. He's already kind of, it sounded like at the reunion that we were kind of right. He had already been kind of dealing with the sobriety aspect yeah. of things. He had already put some wheels in motion and all that kind of stuff. Well, good. I'm glad. Listen to the podcast, and I feel like we are Southern Charm predictors. I mean... Sam. When you're good, you're good, you know? When you're good, you're good. Okay, well, before we move on to uh, plugging Nick Vile, I'm, I mean, not plugging Nick Vile. <laughs> this I'm, is the Nick Vile files times two. <laughs> I need you to- We're the filing cabinet. Just give me like two minutes, run down your thoughts on the Gypsy Rose episode. Okay, Gypsy Rose, oh, take me home. So I really stand by that she was still- um, punished to the umph degree. I don't, I do believe as much as she was coherent and mm-hmm. like sound in her mind, you still got to think this girl was lied to from infancy. Like she was psychologically screwed with from the very beginning. Like literally I could not believe, and I'm not even done with the lifetime series of it. My brain was like, my friend Jamie and I were texting about it. I'm like, by the time you came around to one thing, you're like, oh, cool. There's another thing that she was in. Mm-hmm. And then another thing. And then it was so mind-blowing and disturbing what her mom had done. I do believe she should have paid, like I said last week, for the crime. Like, yes. But at the same time, as sound as she was, I still don't think that she, I think she was just pushed. But you know what? I told a person that messaged me, I ain't in any position <laughs> To be convicted, nobody. Because, like I said, I'm really easily convinced. You can, I could be pissed at you, and then you can say something really sweet and you know butter it up. And I'm like, oh my god, you yeah. are the nicest person. Don't put me on jury duty. My thing is like, how many different diseases and illnesses did her mother convince doctors she had, and like nobody thought one person can't have all this. Well, that one doctor like, was like, well, was, but, he was yeah. like. <laughs> you're literally not sick. Like remission, maybe. I just can't imagine as a mom doing that to my kid. And then as a kid 
looking to my mom for protection, safety. And she's pulling and your damn teeth and like, what? I know. Shaving your head, telling you to sit down. And like I, like I said on my stories, I would have got right on up and walked away and been like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> and then when she tried to escape and chaining her to the, it was just too much. Now, the cousin or the uncle, whoever doing the tattoos, love him. Oh, Cannot yeah. wait for that. Yeah. Cannot wait for her to go get the tattoo. Same. And I love that Nick was like, can I go? Like what? Yeah. And then. How about the shit with his, her grandfather? Right insane sick sick disturbing and the fact that he was trying to capitalize on it and saying like she was a freaking kid like get out of here that i was Look. watching it with uh my friend stacy and the two of us were literally like right jaw dropped open when he said but how normal when he dad? was like denying it her dad's so normal the stepmom the, mom, the stepmom yeah fantastic love that they the have sister? a normal family but she needs it. i love that she's i love that the stepmom is like trying to be there for her and her dad yeah and I really hope for her. I like that she's like, you know what? I have a really big platform. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do with this? And it's fun and doing all the sponsored. But now she wants to turn it into something. Yep. That's why I say I really believe. Now, listen, she might not be a good person. She might go off the chains in two years. We don't know. But I do believe that the ten, the nine years that she served was a lot based on the fact that from infancy, her mother misled her misdiagnosed yeah. her tormented her um let terrible things happen to her did terrible things to her i yeah. mean that psychologically what is a breaking point if she couldn't even escape yeah what? i mean i think that huh. i don't disagree i think nine years was a lot or 10 years whatever she was technically sentenced to i also think having eight and a half years behind prison yeah. to kind of normalize yourself and have this like insular experience at real life yeah was probably one of the best things that could have happened to her as strange yeah. as that sounds but maybe though like i said and to her this is the thing to her prison wasn't prison so really the, right. the sentence wasn't what you and i would consider right correct but i'm thinking like it was okay her first taste of freedom right two Sad or three years in prison to help her kind of understand and, and so to speak pay right pay for that crime and then maybe a few years in a facility a rehab facility where they do a lot of therapy and trauma therapy and really hone in on like your core values and reinvent like who you are, or like kind of resurface these feelings and turn them into positive things. I don't know. I just feel like something like that would have been more beneficial, but, but she also of, got it from prison. Well, that's just it. The type of prison she was in wasn't, right. Oh my God. Like a Mac, you know, no. high security She's facility. Like, we have jobs. We get a key, could, a damn key to your cell. Yeah. Cause something like <laughs> your door, you shouldn't even call it a cell. You got cell. an apartment. Because something like that, like what you're describing, like she would have to pay for that. So like, how's she going to pay for that? No. And really it wasn't prison mentally for her. So I guess stepping out of it, it really, but I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Looking into it, it's just like, God, I can't really. And it was just so, and then like I said, I didn't even finish it yet. And I'm just like, you, has her husband come on yet? The podcast? Yeah. Okay. Um, so what is your, so do you agree though? Like, were you taken like with how articulate she was yeah. and what I mean she like she sounds listen she, she has sounds a, like a normal ass person that had a normal upbringing and yeah. we know that's not the case it, it's not the case <laughs> and I know people don't want to say don't see people aren't normal she isn't it's it's very crazy what happened I mean, to her. What's I mean normal anyways but like I mean we're not we, normal we want to talk about but she's bubbly and she's yeah. funny. She's quick witted. Like she's able to like banter quickly and like make little jokes and 
like you said, probably prison gave her a little bit of that because it was normal in freedom and in life to her. But at the end of the day, she is a person. She does have a brain. And like yeah. all of the things that she was, quote, diagnosed with, that was only a mental place that her mom put her there. She wasn't actually there. She wasn't actually having these things. Like she... The, but the Munchausen, isn't that what it's called? Munch- Munchausen's by, by proxy. proxy. I would have never known that word by reading it unless we could, but we talked about it. I was like, that does not add up to me. That math don't <laughs> math when I look at that word. Because I was like, what? Those but letters don't make any sense. The letters, that's a lot of the alphabet in that screaming. word. But no, I mean, she does sound very articulate in the fact that they want to start their family. And I like that she's turning her huge platform of 8 million people. Gypsy, still waiting. Still waiting on you. <laughs> Still would love to have you as a guest girlfriend, yeah. but it's, wow. I mean, I really did a lot of reality and like, I did a lot. You did. This was a lot of catching up for you. It was. A this lot is of more than I've done. Watching. Well, I was feeling like real shit, you know, this time of year, you know how it is, girl. The allergies come out full fledged and the mm-hmm. season's doing weird stuff. It's warm outside y'all here. So warm. And it's been warm for what? The last couple of days. Mids. But I stayed in bed all day on Friday. I'm talking Mike took Fisher to preschool, uh, preschool. Oh God. Oh God. Preschool. And my mom picked him up for me and I got to stay in bed and I watched my shows. I really decompressed my thoughts on the Nick podcast with the girls for you. You I know what? I'm going to make Spencer proud this week. I call that a rot day. And we all need a rot day once in a while. I think I need more of those. I really believe I try to have a true rot day once a month. That was my rot day and I'm not mad. Yeah. I think like a, a true rot day where you just lay in bed and rot. watch TV or read a book and do absolutely nothing. Don't you know get what? up except to get something to eat. Right. Oh, I ate my face off on Friday. Good for you. Um, you know what else I started watching? Um, Salt Lake. I wanted to get back into that. So mm. I started it a little bit, but my brain wasn't fully. I was still, I tried to, I stopped the gypsy thing in the middle. Oh, you know what else I watched? The American Nightmare. Did you watch it? Um, American Nightmare. What's that? Um, the one where the girl was kidnapped and they thought her boyfriend did it and then they thought she was lying and then they came out that she what? No. I watched that. It was a three-part se- Girl, I'm telling you. Oh, that's you. on Netflix, right? It was on Netflix. I've seen it. I haven't that, watched it. I was tripping. That's a damn shame. Seriously. Okay. You gotta I'll add watch that to it. my list. Add it to your list. If y'all are listening in the, or if y'all watch this, I had people message me because I talked about it on my stories. That's a shame what happened to her and I ain't gonna lie, I thought she was lying too until... The last two. But, oh, spoil, spoiler alert. The last two out of three. There, well, or sorry, the last one. The first two, I thought she was lying. I'm like, she is full of crap. Again, time back into the Taylor thing. Her story kept changing. When you're in trauma, it gets messy. And then I was like, she's lying. Like, oh my God, this girl, this does not make sense. She won't lie. So spoiler alert, if you're watching it. Yeah, she's, stop like, listening. she's like, watch it. Here's all the details. Stop listening. <laughs> My bad. Okay. And this is why I can't watch reality TV because I spoil it. I don't know spoiler when to stop. Podcast. No. Um, don't ask me about a book because I'm going to accidentally spoil that too. Uh, speaking of books, when should we, I think we're, I'm going to put up the questions today. Okay. So. Because I'm going to forget about it. If you're, well, I already. Book amnesia. Yeah. Well, I already read I another some, book since then. So I'm like, okay, well now I need to go back and like, I started it, memory. but I took your advice and you wrote notes down. I was like, I need to do that. I need to jot too. But when you yeah. say stuff or when I say stuff, it'll trigger, it'll jog our memory. For sure. And the questions are really good. Actually, should I just read them real quick? Of what? The, the book questions. No, we're going to do another episode. I'm not to talk about them. I'm saying just for people listening. Oh, so sure. So they can start thinking about them. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm like, no. She's like, absolutely not. I'm like, I want to talk about it when I'm ready to talk about it. When we're like doing this thing. No, let me, where is it? Okay. So the questions are Avery and Marissa, or prompts rather. Okay. Avery and Marissa both experienced the loss of a spouse in very different ways. Explain how death and grief shape their characters and play into the overall plot. Two, how did the multiple perspectives affect your reading of the story? How would the story be different if it were told from only one perspective? Three, Avery employs a unique style of therapy to help her clients. She refers to herself as a consultant instead of a therapist. What did you make of her 10-session methodology? Would you ever consider hiring someone like Avery to help you? Four, Marissa notes that she had a crush on Skip before Matthew. What do you think drew her to Matthew initially? Five, at the end, Marissa says, do you know what some people used to call us? The golden couple. What is the meaning behind the title, the golden couple? Discuss the irony in the name. Um, That's going to be a good one. Actually. Yeah. Marissa- this is Avery to me. That is the only person I pictured this whole time from Daria. I picture somebody entirely different. We'll talk about it then because I could not. Add that to your, I'm screenshotting. To your notes. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Marissa admits that she gave up a possible life for herself in her hometown to be with Matthew. Do you think she ever truly was in love with him or did she like the version of him and the vision of their future that she created in her mind? How does Avery's own widowed background affect her relationship with Marissa in the beginning? How does that change by the end? The book explores the theme of deception. When was a time in your life when you felt deceived? How did you handle it? Do you think Skip suspected Matthew killed Tina? If so, why would he keep it a secret for so long? I guess we should have done a spoiler alert before. I was like, we literally gave this entire, we'll put it in the blurb of the. Spoiler alerts. Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm like, now that y'all know all the details of the book. Literally. You don't need to read it. I can't. Uh, During Matthew and Marissa's first session, Avery makes several assumptions about the bishops based on their appearance and body language. What assumptions did you make about Matthew and Marissa in their first interaction with Avery and why? There are constant references to Instagram moments and facades of happiness and love. How much of Marissa's marriage is a facade? How does that contribute to your reading of the ending? And the last one is, did you expect the ending? What moment surprised you the most? Did you suspect Matthew was behind it all? What parts led to your suspicion? I can't even answer half those questions. I need to go back and read my notes. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are with the book amnesia. So we'll get those questions posted so you guys can call in and do all the things. Let us know your answers, whatever, so we can play them. And then we need to record that this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. All right. There was, oh. Hold on. What? Okay. Wow. Okay. You want to talk about you being a wishy-washy person and one person apologizes? Who are we friends with now? Justin Timberlake. No, we're not. Bitch. Have you heard the new song? Have you heard it? Mm Mm-mm. What's it sound like? Well, if I get jealous, I can't help it. Okay. I don't and I like his music. He's just a scum bag. Don't care. Literally, I'm right back there. Oodles and I know I don't care. I'm not supposed to love him. I know this. I know what he did to Britney. I know that six months ago when we were talking about the damn book, I was like, fuck him. Bitch. People make mistakes. What if he's better? Maybe he cleaned up his act from two years ago when he was rubbing up on somebody's damn leg. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, you know what? There are worse things that people I don't even do. like Jessica Biel that much, though. So you know what? Whatever. 
I don't. Mary from Seventh Heaven. She was always a little stuck up. Hold on. Are you? Oh my god, that was so loud. I'm really sorry. Oh, I've heard that. I can't help it. I won't ever be to you because I'm selfish. Okay, I don't want to get sued. I've heard the um, sound bites of that. But I love that. I do. The song, Start to Finish. He has good music, it's been a, though. Sometimes. No, I'm I like telling his, you. He, to mm. me, his ballads, like that, are like what I would consider his type of ballad. I love yes. those types of music. His range is really nice. And I don't usually like guys that can sing all high. Y'all, speaking of guys that talk high, <laughs> this is a hot mess episode. And y'all usually like this, so I hope this is no different. I went and saw Mean Girls yesterday, last night. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the invite. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what? We planned this 14 times. I was busy cooking, so it's fine. Honestly, we were going to do it weeks ago, and then it was a hot mess. But anyway, we made it. Um, I was on time, by the way, Marissa, Stacy, and Jen. Um, They were late. But anyway, we saw it, and I, A, had no clue it was a musical. You didn't? No. Oh. (laughs) You know what I thought? I thought it was like the mom's point of view, which would have been great. Hello. And they could have called it like, not as mean girls, or like, not mean anymore, girl, whatever. Mean women, shut up. Oh my God. Okay, but there was one part in there and this guy, because the beginning of it starts off brutal. We all kind of like, oh my God, what is this? Me and Marissa were looking at each other like, what is this? And then in the middle, it kind of makes a turn. It's great. Uh But there's one part in there in the cafeteria and they're like, well, first of all, you need to stop talking with your low voice. Everybody in the cafeteria, raise your hand if you don't want him to talk in this low voice. And you know, he's talking and doing it and he has his little accent. He's like an Asian. I don't know how to do it. And then all of a sudden he looks around. He's like, bitch is so funny. Those were the moments in the, like it started doing that kind of midway through. Uh-huh. Also Tina Fey aged gracefully. Lindsay, let me and y'all don't do drugs. Cause yeah. Eesh. When you get to the end of the movie and we were like, oh no, she does not look well. Little rough. Tina Fey looks amazing. And Um, Busy Phillips is the mom. Oh, is she? You know what though? I didn't love. It was the same exact storyline. Just redone. At first, when I first started watching it, I told them, I was like, is this the damn Walmart version of Mean Girls? Because that's what the Timu version. No, it's literally the Broadway show, but put into a movie. I saw it on Broadway. Oh, we went, remember? But it's with, we we went to the off Broadway. We did, yeah. This was the like actual like Renee Rapp played mm-hmm. Regina George on Broadway. This makes so much sense. Okay, All yeah. Right. Well, cool. which I'm sure she stole the show. I mean, her voice is just incredible. Her voice is great. I don't know. Go ahead. The interesting part. Oh, not not so she great. She was okay. It, again, it started off rough to me. I, I don't know why. Interesting. I was just like, maybe it was just because you had a different expectation. Maybe because like, I was like floored. I also watch um, Sex Lives of College Girls, uh-huh. which she left to go like do other things and her uh-huh. music and whatever, which mistake because I love that show. Okay. But she was great on there. Okay. But yeah, her voice is just unreal um but yeah, no I'm, I'm excited to see it i, I know it was the problem like okay. musicals though I, like, I know a lot of people don't like musicals and are pissed that they made it a musical and mm. they were very intentional about not necessarily marketing it as a musical well, because that, they knew obviously. people wouldn't go to watch it oh i love it. i've been to deepak to see many you and me love musicals but most people don't we're 
We're like non-theater kids that like theater kids. Well, shit. we walked the pink carpet. If y'all remember, if you're an OG swiping up person, you know we walked that pink carpet, and we were dressed. I wore high heels. What was I thinking? You remember that? I sure did. Walking in that parking garage. Who did I think I was? <laughs> Not with these knees. Not with these knees. I'm dead. Um, I was like scrolling this morning, and I found this Reddit thread, uh, called like nightmares on Tinder or something oh like God. that. When I tell you. That is not what you texted me today. It isn't? Uh What did I text you? Not that. Nightmares on Tingle. No. Nightmares on Tingle. Not Tingle, but it did say nightmares. Oh. On Tidbit. I was like, whatever. Tibet nightmares. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But I was like, okay. But I didn't know what it was. Okay. Now Tinder nightmares. Great. She's she's with it now. I was like, oh. Some of these profiles, like, let me tell you what. Can we make a pact right here, right now? Sure. That sure. if we end up divorced and uh-huh. single, we just golden girls it. Oh, 1000%. I don't want to date. No. I don't want to remarry. I Not interested. No. Mm-mm. The shit that I'm reading Mm-mm. on these threads, I'm like, absolutely not. Hello, have you not listened no, to any of Bouja's No, absolutely I have. And they're bad, but they're not horrible, but they're bad. Yeah. Some of them worse than others. Right. I just, no, I don't want to do that. No, I agree. Let's do it. We can live a real full life. We'll buy a compound somewhere. My mom always says this with her (laughs) friend Jody. My mom's like, I'm going to just do that. I mean, the older we get, do the Golden Girls just not make sense? Do they not just make sense? 100%. And I bet cheesecake on the lanai. Bye. If you took 30 people, 30 women, and pulled them about, if they found themselves single, if they would want to remarry or live Golden Girl style with Golden their girlfriends, girls. Golden Girls, I would venture to say probably seventy percent of those women would select Golden Girls. I feel like at least, yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Hear well, there's stories. always you know the codependent needy bitches. The fact that Can't you relate. are literally biting no, off was, your nail I is lifted, stressing me out. Okay, I lifted Ooh. this part. It, uh-huh. That's how bad they are. Oh, they don't even. God. My SNS ain't even stuck anymore. Literally, that and that's just my whole finger. Sent my whole body. Okay, shivers. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I do it too to my own nails. It's like watching somebody else do it. Oh, I just ripped it. So. Is it okay? Fine. Oh wow. All right. Well, look at that. <laughs> Flipping me the bird. Sorry. Rude, rude ass bitch. I'm so sorry. Um. Anyways, I screenshot some of these because I was like, I can't. This guy, Casey, twenty. He put. Purebred Aryan super soldier. Purebred? Sir. I'll pick you up in my UFO and we can go to Agartha. And really, like, that's weird, sure. But look at the photo. Mm -mm. He's got a rifle that he's pointing towards his camera screen. And that wood panel and says everything I need to know about Casey. (laughs) (laughs) You were in your grandma's basement. And I would, does does he really think somebody's going to go on a date with him? That's what I'm saying. But God. I got to say, it's not just the guys. The women were fucking terrible, too. Look at this bitch. I love sex, and I have one kid, and I want a man with a huge cock. Use some protection and lube. I'm used to dildos, and I'll send feet pics. Send nudes. What's her name? Her name is Blocked Out. Oh. Hmm. But and then I'm like, oh, and she has um, her basics. Five foot, active, graduate degree. Uh relationship have and don't want more children christian <laughs> oh yeah wow jesus would be wwjd definitely not writing that on your profile oh my god god oh here's another female one i found like i swear to god like 
and I figure some of these have to be jokes. Like they're just so bad. Girl, they have, there ain't no way. But the ones that I screenshotted, I, I really just don't think, don't think they are. Um, this one, I only date black men. No, it's not a fetish. I love tall men that handle themselves well and know what they want. Love tattoos and dreads. Also the taller, the better six foot plus would like to meet someone that has goals and is responsible. I have no children, but would like to in the near future. If you're selfish, don't even bother. I'm not interested. If you're looking for sex or friends with benefits, I'm not interested. Also I'm married. We're not together. (laughs) I'll tell you later if you want two word answers next. (laughs) Oh my god! Just so cash. What's her name? It's blocked out too. Yeah, I just, need to know people's names. Just so cash. Like Super I'm cash. married. Just threw that right in the middle of the bio. Yeah, hoping you forgot it. <laughs> this one. This is a real doozy. You're gonna like this one. Okay. This one I've got a name for. Alan, fifty-two. Okay. Field engineer. I am broke. <laughs> Lots of bills that rarely get paid. Probably homeless and about to get fired. Divorce just finalized, so I'm bitter about everything. LOL. My hair is falling out and I'm gaining weight. I don't work out or have any desire to be outside or get sweaty in any capacity. Alan? I'm rarely wrong about anything and my favorite pastime is being left alone. I don't drink, smoke, gamble, or do drugs, but I'm thinking about starting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but you know what? He's honest. Uh, he's trustworthy and honest. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if he's trustworthy. He's honest, though. Really? To a fault. Alan is just putting it out there. If anybody's looking for an older man. Cut the BS. Alan's available. It sounds like right now he's got money. So if you get in now and then kill him off, you'll get that money. But hopefully the wife is going to suck him dry, I think. The ex-wife. If there's anything to suck dry. <laughs> it sounds like he was sucked dry. Yeah. And then there's people like Dan. 26. Okay. This app fuels women's egotistical and narcissistic nature by giving them the selfie culture and a buffet of cock to choose from. This, in turn, turns most of these women on here into picky bitches with shitty attitudes. Most of you females on here have nothing to offer but your deprecating looks and used up, worn out vaginas. Oh, and a lot of the time, someone else's bastard child. Yikes. Okay. Sounds like Dan's been wronged. At first I was like, oh, he's kind of making a point. And then <laughs> it really went south. Cause you know what? Like I get it. Our generation, we love a selfie. We, we do, we go a little overboard, but then sure why do. do we have to be so mean? <laughs> Literally. Dan. Um, and then there's, I can't read this guy's name cause it's like haphazardly blocked out oh. as is his face. Convenient. Um, his profile only says into damaged girls only. Fat girls will be redirected to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Sir. I cannot. What was his name? Um, oh. I can't. It's blocked okay. off. Anthony. Tell me that I don't like Anthony. I mean, it does kind of, but there's an I in there somewhere. So maybe a weird spelling. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. He's Italian. <laughs> he is Italian. He cooks a mean bowl of pasta. <laughs> I can't. But and then I was like reading. There's so much on here. I got it. You got to go. The uh, Then people were also sending like screenshots of their conversations. Right. What is it about men that they can't handle rejection? They can't. I, I don't know. I really In don't. any way, shape or form, actually. Mm-hmm. Like you see videos all the time now because everybody lives with a phone in their hand. But think about when you were younger and like in the bar scene mm-hmm. and you told a guy you weren't interested or like you moved away with him like you shouldn't be scared to say no to a man, right. but you are because they're unhinged and they're unhinged. 
Oh, so there's that. It should be called Unhinge. Unhinge. Um, actually, that would be a great name for a podcast. Um, oh my gosh! Just saying, don't take that. Don't take that. Um, maybe we'll get divorced and then we'll start our Unhinged podcast. <laughs> <laughs> me and you battling it. Yeah. You mean? Oh, I thought you meant me and you get divorced. You meant our. Oh no no no! I was like God, Spencer. Like people are listening to this. No, Jesus. God, plant more seeds for people. No, um, no, I meant from our husbands. So and then we that- have a reason to be on hinge. I mean, we could go on hinge now. Actually, Robbie wouldn't have a problem with it. Um, Mike probably would not love that. And also, I mean, people, that's fair. I don't think most husbands thing. would. People are crazy. They like they are really crazy. are. They really are. And I don't even know if I'm trying to risk it for content and die. <laughs> Imagine being on that news article. That is is true. People are nuts. But like I think about like times where like I told somebody I wasn't interested and then like their whole persona switched Mm -hmm. and you see it all the time on these text threads with these people. Well, I think people take it so personally. Wait, I mean, I guess they would, but it's like, it's not you. You know, it's like the vibe is off and that's okay because guess what? You've probably been in a situation where it wasn't them it was you you didn't feel whatever so just right. you know think about it that way like, it's not it's really, okay it's not a personal attack i didn't say your shoes were ugly this girl shared a screenshot of her um text thread with this guy he sent her um a text that said i like you a lot with a red heart emoji he sent that at 11 9 p.m the next morning at 8 46 because she was probably sleeping she goes Hey, so-and-so, I wanted to thank you for last night, but unfortunately, I didn't feel a romantic connection. Best of luck to you on your search. He responded right away and said, no problem. You're actually way too fat and out of shape. The liquor made you smaller than you really are. I'd avoid Tinder if I were you. Spend more time losing weight. You are probably that embarrassing parent because you're such a lard ass, fat whore, pig bitch. Here's the other thing. Men think that like the worst comp- like thing that they can say to a woman is to call her fat. Right. And like, cool. You're still ugly and a loser. It's very played <laughs> out too. And uh. you know what? It That is harmful, obviously, as a woman. But I also think we live in a society now where we're a lot more like aware of our bodies and that it's okay if we're not a stick. And that doesn't have the same weight. It doesn't hurt the way you think it does. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Respect. You know what? We are. I'm. I'm so punny. Um. Oh, me so punny. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow. No, it's true though. But like, it's like y'all chill. Like if that's the worst insult you can sling my way, I'm right. doing something right. Right. Way to hit mm-hmm. below the belt, bud. Cool, Danny. I have a mirror. I can see what I look like. Right, and also I can lose weight. What are you gonna do about your wiener? <laughs> Oh my Not God. me in the fight on the school bus being like, oh, yeah, <laughs> your mama. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about that wiener, you micro dick bitch? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can lose weight. Wait, tell me I've shown you the dick pic I ha- got sent of the micro dick. We talked about that the first season. You don't remember that? Wait, okay. No, I don't God, remember that. I remember. You t- we talked about that. I meant days go by, but the memories well, stay. if you're not... um. Uh, an OG I have two dick pics that like I got years ago that I will never get rid of because the audacity that these men had to send me these pictures and I should have told them confidence 
audacity. Okay. Straight audacity. I said, I am going to save this forever and show it to anybody that will look at it. Just FYI, your dick will be spread across the world. <laughs> I mean. Because one is you this have a baby guy's carrot, you have a baby carrot. teeny tiny little baby carrot. And he wrote choking hazard across the for what? A rabbit? <laughs> a squirrel? <laughs> I just, I got to, I got to imagine he's just incredibly self-aware and trying to be funny. In which case, I can respect it. He has to be. Has somebody to be. really made him feel good yeah. with his ego. Mm-hmm. Because unless a squirrel was to do that, which would be really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a feeling, I think it would be okay. Uh, I've eaten croissants bigger than that. But okay. Literally. And then the other one is a guy um, performing on himself. I can't. With like, his own mouth, not his hand. That's right. I remember you talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh, boy. These boys are. <laughs> and then, you know, we just can't figure out why girls are like, ew. Like, I know. What, what, are, what are you doing? I sir? Know. What are you doing? Oh my god! Okay, I've just pulled up the thread again. You guys, you gotta like just spend some time on here. It's also like that one Facebook group that I don't want to mention on here uh, that yeah. we were talking about that Bouge is part of. Yeah, and it's like they're big groups. They're all over. They're regional, and it's basically groups where women can post their experiences, good or bad, with men that they've dated, or like somebody can say, "Hey, I'm going on a first date with so and so." You know. Does anybody know anything about him or have any experience? Whatever. And sometimes people are like, that's my husband. It's just literally, <laughs> literally like the drama that pops off in these groups sometimes. It's so great. Um, but this is this is also equally annoying. This Abigail, 33, a mother of one daughter. Oh, that was weird spacing. A mother of one daughter. If you have anger issues, bipolar, childhood trauma, mental illness, or any mood disorders or disabilities, a man who talks a lot like a parrot, guys who snore the whole night that I won't be sleeping, please just keep off. So I feel like Abigail is really um, projecting all of her issues onto somebody because those are very specific and like somebody's going to have at least one of yeah. those. So what? <laughs> Abigail, stop. I'm screaming. What? Uh, <laughs> Uh, in the text he texted her I think anyone can beat me in football and then she said I'm not sure if I'm interested in you at the moment wait what he just said he he, was I'm sure it's in context to other conversations hopefully so he was just saying like I'm like I'm not good at football she's like I don't think I like you You, oh you can't play football bye I thought this was Tony Romo oh my gosh I I can't. Anyways, if you're looking for just like some good entertainment, go on here. But it really is. It like got me thinking. I'm like, men really are fucking sick. And also, why is 25% of our listenership male? I was looking at some stats the other day. Is it? I'm okay. Probably women, our husbands. Women, this is not for you. Our husbands. So we've got five listeners. I'm just kidding. I don't even <laughs> think Mike listens. Love you. I love you if you do. Um, so this is just for the men. Why are you here? Yeah, what are you listening to for? I mean, I know that makes sense. Why are you listening to us and what for? <laughs> what are you getting out of this? Uh, this this is for the, the girls and the gays. But that's, but that's probably what it is. Actually, yeah, I was going to say. I take it back. Yeah, I bet it's just the girls and the gays. The girls, the gays, and nays. That's, that's yeah, who, who we're here for. I don't really think it's like. I do actually enjoy when the husbands listen to the show, though. We do, we do get quite a few people that say that their husbands love the show. And you know yeah. what? But I kind of like that too. But 25%? Separate? 
25 percent is a lot a lot but i feel kind of weird about that with their yeah i don't i don't i don't know i feel like that might be off because there's no really yeah there's no way it was what was it it was like 74 73 or 74 percent women 25 percent men and then like two or three percent um like non-gendered okay and i was like hmm okay strange i don't know Uh, but you know slip into our dms not with anything perverted or dick pics right or insults about like how we're fat and ugly just let us know God, Spencer, why you really like the show going in hard on sunday morning <laughs> sunday morning <laughs> i don't even know the words we're not keeping it light and fluffy no we're talking about dick pics not jesus oh, 1227 hey i listened to church online today hey there i you did go. my due jill my due jesus <laughs> perfect um that's all i got today that's it i I got stitches in my mouth still, which is really annoying. But you're talking so much better. No lisp today. You're um, you're really sounding like a million bucks. Um, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to share with the share with the team? No, I was trying to get video footage of myself, but this angle looks absolutely foul. <sighs> as I was talking about in Lindsay Lohan. God, these cameras are too good. Mine's not. Mine's Mine really good, and I look like a damn grandma. So. It's okay to put a filter on sometimes. Duh. Sometimes I just have to. I'm going to swipe the heck out of that thing. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, this was a do- This was 52 minutes. Mm. It's a short one for us. It, well, we've it's not been going quickie. too long, have we? Yeah, over an hour. Oh, yeah, I've been uh, listening. Last week's was an hour. And a- <laughs> I've been listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Sorry. I can't. Okay, what? actually... We'll just let them be privy to this. Do you ever listen to our episodes back? No. There are times that if I feel like I, if I'm insecure about an episode or a part of an episode, uh-huh. you know, I'll text you about it. Like I'll go back and listen. And then if I feel like we had a really good one, there was one recently that I texted you and I was like, oh my God, I was you actually laughing. But I don't remember which one that was or why, but not usually. In the very beginning, remember we could not yeah. even like enough. wait to listen. Sometimes we'd listen to it twice. Yeah. And now the idea, it's like I've reverted. Like I actually hate the sound of my own voice so much yeah. that even when I'm editing, I edit in like chipmunk yep. mode, which brings me so much joy. I l- wish we could publish the episodes like that because it's just so It does cu- nothing so for cute. me. Oh, oh my God, God it does nothing for oh me. God, uh-uh. it's so Unless it's just a little quick it. sound bite of it. No, I don't. That no, I love it. drives me crazy. So I edit it in chipmunk mode. Um yeah. smarter otherwise i just can't i can't listen back i hate everything i hate the cadence of my voice i hate the vocal fry i hate my valley girl inflection like, you know what's i weird need to, to see me? a vocal coach well you actually. know what's strange to me is i don't hate i, I don't want to say i love the sound of my voice i don't hate the sound of my voice i hate my when i say stuff and i'm like shut up like <laughs> when someone else is talking i'm like that's right uh-huh yeah girl but you know all of that I'm like be quiet and I know in the moment I'm like shut up so I don't I don't necessarily hate the sound of my voice but that drives me crazy and then also I feel like I sound different on here than I do in real life like when I listen to myself on here I do sound valley girl and in my real life I feel like I don't know am I subconsciously performing or or then sometimes I will be myself and I can hear that I'm myself yeah depends on like where we're at in the day I feel like and that drives me bonkers too, because I feel like we're we're fake. We're just like 
what is it called when you're like acting like you aren't, what's it, um, it, what's the word that we talk about all the time? Imposter syndrome. That's what I feel like. Yeah. I'm an imposter. An imposter. But I love spaghetti. I just, I wish my voice sounded the way it sounds in my head. You have a good voice though. I really believe you have a, a face for radio. That's, I also agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> no, I think you have a good voice. Everybody says you sound like Chloe Kardashian. That's not necessarily a compliment. Why? She has a nice voice. Mm, I'm just Her saying. voice is not annoying. For To me, the biggest, like I should be in jail for my Valley Girl inflection going mm. up at the end. I go up at the end all the time. Okay, but you know what And though? I need to see a vocal coach. No, you don't. Devil's advocate. If somebody's not being able to watch you, you really have to work on inflections and you have to animate your voice in a way. And I think that's probably part of it too is like, I talk with my hands constantly, mm, same. constantly. That's why I thought you were looking at my fingernails. But I feel like that's probably part of it. But then the repetitiveness of what we're saying drives me crazy. When I edit hair, the other one, uh-huh. I get to a point where I stop and I'm like, I don't even want to do it anymore. And I'll send it to somebody and go, can you listen to this and tell me if it doesn't sound right? Because I can't anymore. It That... Yeah drives me crazy or taking out a part it's like oh my god and I was like um oh my god and I was like um oh my god and I was like um it literally sounds like that when you're trying to splice out a dead part yeah oh murgers can't <laughs> so no I I get it but I don't listen anymore solely based on the fact that I I just lived it but we think that you guys should all listen you should probably uh-huh. tell your sisters cousins aunts uncles not the men <laughs> They, they ain't going to get no value here. They're going to be like, why are y'all listening to them? Don't yeah, listen to them. Give us more female listenership. Yeah. Don't listen to the voice. Don't send us to the voice of reasons in your life, but just the unhinged fun friends. <laughs> there you go. And that's how we're leaving it. Perfect. Love y'all mean it. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO!